Greetings, precious humans. Poet and playwright Neil Marcus said, Disability is not a brave struggle or courage in the face of adversity. Disability is an art. It's an ingenious way to live. I couldn't agree more. My name is Laura Legendary, and you're listening to Legendary Insights. This is Laura. Welcome back to Legendary Insights. Happy fall. This is my favorite time of year. Is it yours? Speaking of fall, last time we got together, it was the height of summer, and that seems like ages ago. So I wouldn't expect you to remember that our last topic of conversation on Legendary Insights was that of entrepreneurship. I shared with you my own experiences of being in the trenches, and we talked a little about the type of person who might be ideal to start their own business, and I answered some questions that I get from time to time about what it's like to be an entrepreneur. In this episode, though, I'm going to share with you my interviews with two working entrepreneurs, one a little more experienced than the other, one who just started her business within the last few months, and the other has been an entrepreneur for most of her adult life, although her most recent business is only a few years old. My first guest is Alexandra Connell. She runs a startup company called Patty and Ricky. I invited Alexandra to be on the show because I wanted to not only give her an opportunity to introduce herself to what is her target audience, but to share some of her experiences as a brand new entrepreneur just getting started. Hey, Alexandra. Great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Let's start by introducing you to our audience. Tell us a little about yourself and about your business. My name is Alexandra Connell, and um, I recently launched on July 1st a website called pattyandrookie.com, which is an online shopping experience that offers stylish and functional designer products for individuals with disabilities. Um, I saw a need for a marketplace that offered stylish and functional clothing and accessories that catered to people of all abilities, and um, I kind of just ran with it. We have some really incredible products for men, women, and kids. I have the opportunity to work with really incredible designers from across the country, many with and without disabilities, that have created a product to serve a need and now have the opportunity to help them sell it and get it out um, to people that could benefit from the products and feel beautiful. Alex, I'm just going to ask you the same questions that I often get asked about entrepreneurship. And they're the same questions that I typically ask of other entrepreneurs when I have a chance to ask them about their journey and how they chose entrepreneurship as a plan B, whether it's because they wanted to get out of a traditional employment situation, whether it was because they had always dreamed of starting their own business, or whether it was because they really felt there was a need they sought to fill. So tell our audience a little bit about your own path to entrepreneurship. What was it that made you choose to start your own business? Both of my parents were entrepreneurs. 
So it's really all I knew. My dad started a web business. My mom started her own company selling uh, spray vitamins and homeopathics. They both started in the fashion industry, but kind of branched out um, and started their own thing. And it's all I really knew in terms of, you know, you know, how I kind of define success. Um, but of course, there's so many ways to define success. But for me personally, looking back at my parents and the model that I had at home, you know, they were always talking about different domain names, what was going to be the cool color for fall, um, what was the next trend. And I think growing up with those conversations kind of showed me that it is possible to start your own business, you know, so um, I kind of look at my parents for the models. Wow. It sounds to me like entrepreneurship is in your DNA. Yeah, I like to kid (laughs) that it is in my DNA that I was you know, born around it, and maybe it's in my blood. Um, Retail definitely is, that's for sure. What was it that inspired you to create Patty and Ricky? I was caretaking for my mom, Patty, who was diagnosed with a brain tumor, and she needed a cane to support her walking, and she she really wanted a leopard print cane, and at the time, I couldn't find her one after going to many medical supply stores, and I ended up getting her a floral cane that she loved. It was pink, and it was pretty. It wasn't leopard, but it was pretty, and... um, you know, so many people would stop us on our way to chemo or out at a restaurant being like, oh my goodness, I love your cane. And I also had this incredible friendship with my cousin Ricky, um, who was unable to walk or talk. But we had this incredible relationship talking through facial expressions and eye contact. And he was always just a cool kid and such a cool teenager with accessories and clothing um, that really worked with his wheelchair, but also were just beautiful clothes. I kind of realized through this, these two experiences and also donating my mom's cane to a family friend who had the exact same experience as my mom with it. People were stopping her. I, I realized very quickly that the power of fashion and all these kind of, you know, with my parents being in the fashion industry and myself having an invisible disability and all these different, all these different things kind of added up to, oh my goodness, what, um, what, what's out there? What products are out there that are for individuals with disabilities that are stylish and functional and beautiful and and how can I bring them all together in a marketplace? It all kind of came together for me. It was like an aha moment. What have you found to be the most challenging aspect of running your own company? Trusting myself. I did grow up in special education and was really told that because I struggled with reading with my eyes um, and I struggle with spelling and um, I very much struggle with math, you know, that I was kind of broken. I'm often asked for advice on starting a small business. If you had any advice to give to anyone who might be considering entrepreneurship, what would you say to them? Despite any challenges you may have, if you have an idea, push through the anxiety and make it happen. And, um, you know, I, I don't I, I definitely, there was a time where I didn't know if I, if I was capable or if this idea was good, just even if you're not sure of an idea, you know, do market research and um, don't try your best to not be scared to to test the waters. You know, see if it's um, you know, see if something hits. Okay, now let's share with everyone how they can avail themselves of your products and services. Shop with us with PattyandRicky.com. 
on the website. There's a suggestion section, a contact section. Um, you can reach out to us right on the website. There's an email address as well as a phone number. So really want to be accessible for our customers. Follow us on Facebook under pattyandricky.com. Patty with an I, Ricky with a Y, and A-N-D in the middle. Instagram is um, pattyandrickycom, and our Twitter is pattyandricky with an underscore sign. But don't worry, you can go right on our website, and at the bottom of our website, we have all the different links to our different social medias. Please um, reach out to us. We love hearing from our customers, and we're so excited. And just as an aside to our audience, you might find Elegant Insights Braille Creations on the pattyandricky.com website at some point in the not-too-distant future, because Alex and I have been talking about how we might partner. So you can look forward to that over the next few months, hopefully just in time for Christmas. And the timing of our interview is really perfect, Alex, because this program will air prior to the holiday season, and Patty and Ricky sounds like the perfect place to pick up some holiday gifts. Yes, definitely. We have a holiday gift guide coming out in a couple weeks for individuals with disabilities, so whether you yourself want to buy a gift for loved ones with a disability, we're going to be able to have a really easy way to find the perfect gift for your loved one. So yes, definitely check us out for the holidays. Thank you so much, Alex, for sharing your wisdom and experience with us. I look forward to seeing what pattyandricky.com has to offer coming up here over the next few months. And I loved what you said, Patty with an I, Ricky with a Y, A-N-D in between. It's a perfect way to remember the website, pattyandricky.com. And get your holiday wish lists started. And I don't want to forget to mention that if you'd like to hear more from Alex and learn more about Patty and Ricky, I've invited her to be on the Fashionability Channel podcast where we're going to do an extended version of this interview where you can hear more details about the designers who are offering their products on her website. I'll probably have her back prior to the holidays, so you'll have plenty of time to get your holiday shopping done. Thanks, Alex. The next entrepreneur you'll hear from is someone whose name you may know, Mel Scott is the founder and creator of a business that has been around for a few years. Hey, Mel. Great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. This is great fun. (laughs) So my first question is an easy one. Tell us about you and your business. Sure. My actual name is Mary Ellen Scott, and everybody calls me Mel. I tried on Mary for a while, but um, that didn't work so well, so I just went back to Mel. That's my name, and my business is blindalive.com. I do well-described fitness programs. Your use of the term described fitness brings to mind the notion of audio description. Is it similar to that? Tell us more about that. Sure. So I found that there was nothing out there that I felt was modern and dignified in terms of you know fitness programs because I'm blind and I wanted to be able to exercise in my own home and I searched and there was there was nothing that I could follow and I just I didn't want to constantly be bribing my kids or my husband to go through these exercise programs for me. So I was riding my stationary bike one day, and I was just moaning and groaning to myself, oh, they should make something, you know, these things more accessible. And then I just got this energy flood that just said, you know, 
you can do this yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. And I thought, I can do this. So I got off my bike and went to the computer and just started making lists of how would I create a well-described fitness program that wouldn't require us to see it. So that's that's what it is. They are um, MP3 files, and they come with a workout, like a cardio workout or sculpting with weights. I've got Pilates and yoga and stretching and balance, and um, I have a bar method workout now, and you just turn it on. You've got the you've got the workout. I've got extra audio descriptions, and I have text files. Wow, that's really interesting. It sounds as though you started the business to meet your own need, then realized it could help others. Absolutely. I was thinking to myself, you know, this is solving my problem. And I told my husband, I said, if nothing else, it'll be either a really expensive hobby, and I will have an extensive library of workouts that I can do, and I do them. I do them almost every day. So you're a fit freak? (laughs) I'm not a fanatic. I really am not. I just want to have the choices. I'm not like super thin or anything like that. I don't have big, huge muscles. I just want to have the choice to, to work out, and I want a lot of different workouts because I don't like doing the same thing every day. I don't like going to the gym I don't like having to get somebody to get me to the gym. So it just made sense to me to to do it. I especially love how you refer to it as eyes-free fitness, because that doesn't necessarily scream workouts for the blind. But it sounds to me like a program that could be used by a lot of people. Exactly. That is exactly right. And I'm encouraging people that have vision to to do it themselves because when you exercise with your eyes closed and not looking at the hot babe on the screen you <laughs> you come in you, you know you come into your own body and can feel what your own body is doing and that to me makes it more meditative and actually more effective yeah i can see that that makes perfect sense to me So what was it that prepared you for entrepreneurship? (laughs) I was a massage therapist for 32 years, and I just love the human body, and I love, I just, I love everything about the human body, and so what I did was I um, created a business uh, doing massage. I gathered uh, three other women together, and we had a business called Pathways for Therapeutic Arts. So I did that for 30-some years. And and then, um, you know, I, I got cancer. I got breast cancer, and that kind of messed up my upper body strength a little bit. And I was kind of done with doing massage and my heart wasn't in it anymore and massage therapy your heart must be in it so I I just I don't know what happened it's like a switch went off and I thought oh I want to do this other thing and so I did what have you discovered so far has been your greatest challenge Or what has surprised you the most about entrepreneurship? 
whether positive or negative. Well, everything is is positive, really. I honestly, I never called myself an entrepreneur because it just didn't occur to me that that's what I was doing. Um, and the the challenges have been not knowing. I don't know. So I I ask a whole lot of questions. I read, you know, business for dummies. I read, I think I've got a book on, on my phone right now called Naked Finance. You know, it's just reading everything I can get my hands on so I can take the right steps and make the right decisions. I hate to be obvious, but Naked Finance is the perfect book title for a massage therapist. I love to tap into the wisdom of other entrepreneurs, and I have to ask, what advice would you give to someone who was considering starting their own business? The word tenacity comes up for me more than anything else, and it's it's also having the willingness to just, like, put your head down and be a bulldog, you know, you... There's a lot of details that have to be figured out. And and a lot of times you don't know the right questions to ask. You don't know what you don't know. And for me, I just started. And, And I think if it's something you really want and you really believe in it, you will have the energy to do what you need to do to make it happen. But a lot of times... When I hear people talking about, you know, having a small business, they say you have to have a business plan. You've got to have all the money in place. You've got to have a strategy and a marketing plan and, you know, just on and on and on. And if I had done all of those things that they say to do, I would not be talking to you now. So for many, I just started and learned what I needed to learn as I went and took the steps and that's what I'm still doing so my main advice is just start just start I believe they call that bootstrapping yeah yeah that's that's right and you know being the blind part I'm going to tell you flat out it is more frustrating and maybe I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it's more frustrating. I'm just going to say I get frustrated at times because there are a lot of tools out there that sighted people can use that I am finding challenging to use. But I have let go of the fact that I let go of the idea that I have to do every single thing by myself. You know, I've, I've hired people that have sight that can do the things that that I just don't want to take the time to do myself. So, you know, it's a work in progress. I hear that. If anything, starting your own business can be a little messy. It is messy. It is messy, and it's way fun. It keeps me up at night, but it gets me up in the morning and keeps me going all day, and I love it. And I love it just as much now four years later after I started. So you've got to want it. Oh, I love that, Mel. That's really inspirational. It keeps me up at night, but it gets me up in the morning and keeps me going all day long. I love it. So let's tell everyone how they can get a hold of your products and services. Tell everyone your contact details and social media. 
Okay, so my website is Blind Alive, B-L-I-N-D, Alive, A-L-I-V-E, um, dot com. And you can actually also get there if you go to eyesfreefitness.com because eyesfreefitness is the registered sign uh, for the, the product line. And so the website, blindalive.com. I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. That's blindalive.com. I'm on Twitter at blindalive.com. I'm on LinkedIn uh, as Mel Scott. And I do have a blog that comes out every week. And we have a podcast. The Ice Free Fitness Podcast comes out every two weeks. Uh, you can get that iTunes or um, Alexa. You can ask for the Ice Free Fitness Podcast and she'll play it for you. And what else do I have besides the I have the workouts. I have 18 workouts now on the website and they come in digital form, CD, thumb drive or SD card. Thanks Mel. I really appreciate your time. It was great having you here. Thanks to both of my guests, Alexandra Connell and Mel Scott. And by the way, in case you don't follow me on Twitter at LL on air. You should know that I do have a Twitter list that consists of everyone I've interviewed on Legendary Insights. It's a list of all the people, projects, and products that I mention during the program. I also usually live tweet while the program is airing the first broadcast airing, which is, as you know, every other month on even-numbered months at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. And as I'm tweeting, I'm augmenting the information discussed here, and I'm also tweeting out some of the contact details of my guests. So please follow Blind Alive and Patty and Ricky, and I'll be tweeting out more information about them throughout the program. So please join me online, as well as for the next episode of Legendary Insights. If anyone out there is considering starting their own business, I hope that you got something out of this show and the previous I did on this subject. If you have any questions, of course, you can always reach out to me. I'm always here to help. And even though I do not consider myself an expert by any means, maybe I have a few insights that can help you get started. Be sure to tune in next time because I'm going to have a holiday-related program. I'll try to create a list of great gifts that will be perfect for everyone on your list. Now that I've encouraged you to reach out and get in touch with me, I have a bit of a confession to make. Yikes. How long have I been doing this now? My first show was in April of 2016, so I've been doing this for well over a year, a year and a half. And at the end of the program, I usually give out all of my contact details as I did with Twitter a moment ago. Well, I just realized that all this time I've been giving you the incorrect email address. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So that means I'll have to re-record my outro, but <laughs> all this time I've been telling you to write me at the wrong email address, so if you have sent me a note and I've completely ignored you, well, 
All I can say is I am so sorry. So get out your Perkins Brailers or your audio recording app or your Quick Drafts app and jot down my correct email address here at ACB Radio. It is legendaryinsights at acbradio.org. All this time I've been telling you it was my first name. (laughs) And it isn't. It's Legendary Insights. That's L-E-G-E-N-D-A-R-Y Insights, I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S Insights, Legendary Insights, and don't forget the S at the end. As I always say, insights is plural because I'd like to think I have more than one. <laughs> and it's still at acbradio.org. So, to repeat, legendary insights at acbradio.org. In other words, it's the show name. Yeah. I'm embarrassed, I gotta tell you. One of the reasons why I encourage you to write to me is because I'm always looking for new show ideas. I have lots of things I could talk about, but as I always say, I don't want to talk about what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what you want to talk about. What do you want to hear? Be part of the program planning here at Legendary Insights, and help me come up with some great shows that would be interesting to you, and informative, and possibly educational, and entertaining. The idea is that we want to keep you listening, so I hope to provide you with some programming that interests you. That's the goal, anyway. I only have one more program before the end of the year, and that's the one I mentioned before, the one that will post the first Thursday in December, and I hope to do the holiday gift guide, as I mentioned, and that will be my final show of 2017. So you have plenty of time to provide your input for 2018 programming, so please do. Okay. Housekeeping done. Thank you for listening to Legendary Insights. Let's connect. You can follow me on Twitter at LL on Air. Or just do a search for Legendary Insights ACB. You can listen to Legendary Insights on the web at http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash mainstream. Or you can listen from the ACB Link app, which you can get from the Apple App Store. Miss an episode? Don't worry. You can also download Legendary Insights as a podcast. Just do a search for Legendary Insights in the Apple iTunes Store. This is Laura Legendary for ACB Radio Mainstream. Live your ingenious life.